Hey, before we get started, I want to remind you that Truce is listener-supported. If you want to be a part of this one-of-a-kind show that asks big questions in an approachable way, become a patron. For just $5 a month, you can help me tell big stories like this upcoming season on the history of fundamentalism. And you'll get access to bonus materials. That's all at patreon.com slash trucepodcast. That's patreon.com slash trucepodcast. This is a special bonus episode of the Truce Podcast, a follow-up to our last one that encouraged Christians not to fear Muslims, but to pray for them and share the gospel. You may want to go back and start with that episode, though this one can stand on its own feet. In this podcast extra, we're going to hear from Sammy Tanago about how to reach out to our Muslim neighbors. Sammy is the author of the book, Glad News, God Loves You, My Muslim Friend. Sammy says that we Christians should have a lot to share. And you'll be amazed how much common ground we have with Muslims. And I can give you an example. We, we have the story of Abraham, God's commandment to Abraham, to sacrifice his son is recorded in the Quran. That story is also in the Old Testament in Genesis 22. God gives Abraham a son. <laughs> one that he's longed for and that he was promised long ago. His name is Isaac. Now that he's got the boy, God tells him to sacrifice his son. Take now your son, your only son, whom you love, Isaac, and go to the land of Morah and offer him there as a burnt offering on one of the mountains. It's maybe the hardest thing God could ever tell a parent to do. Abraham, being obedient, takes his son into the mountains and is just about to kill the boy when, at the last second, God interrupts him, telling him not to do it. I know that you fear God, since you have not withheld your son, your only son, from me. It was a test, one that Abraham Past. That story, according to Sammy, is also in the Quran. God is a genius storyteller, and the evidence of this is threaded throughout Scripture. In Christianity Today's new show, Holy Curiosity, with me, Kat Armstrong, we explore storied connections threaded throughout Scripture from the Old Testament to the New. Our first miniseries, Connecting Dinah and the Woman at the Well, welcomes experts like Drs. Tim Mackey and Diane Landberg to give us insight and context into the physical location and meaning of these two stories. These stories will spark holy curiosity in your own faith, because once you see these connections, you can't unsee them. God wastes no person, place, or thing. Listen and subscribe to Holy Curiosity with Kat Armstrong on your favorite podcast platform. So, we tell Muslims, have you ever wondered why God asked the father Abraham to give him his son instead of asking him to fast or pray or give him anything else? God knew that a man's own son is more precious to his heart than anything else. And most Muslims agree with you that because Abraham was willing to give up his own son to God, he proved that he was willing to give God anything and everything he had. 
So we tell Muslim that's exactly what God wants you to discover. It's not necessarily about what you and I would do for God, but what God has already done for us. We read in the Gospel, Romans 8.32, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also graciously give us all things with him? The story of Abraham and Isaac is foreshadowing. It's hinting at what God's going to do later in history when he's willing to sacrifice his own son for us. Do you see it? We tell Muslims that's exactly what God wants you to discover about himself. Because we read in the Gospel, Romans 5, 8, God demonstrated his own love toward us while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So this helped them to understand that the gospel is even written in the Jewish Holy Scripture, long time before Jesus was born. So we try to help them. And even the logic of God giving him his son is in the Quran. That hinting towards Christ's sacrifice is also suggested in their own knowledge base. Sammy spends the majority of his book on Jesus. According to the Quran, Jesus is the Messiah. He's called that over 10 times, including Surah 345, where it says that the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and said that the name of her son was to be Christ Jesus, which is Al Masa Isa. I may be saying that wrong, which translated means Messiah Jesus. The book then demonstrates a bunch of places where very specific things about Jesus were predicted long before his birth. The crucifixion, where he'd be born, the virgin birth. Jesus is the word of God, according to the Quran. So we help the Muslims understand what does that mean. That's in Surah 345. He's also called the word of God in the New Testament. The word of God title kind of sounds a little confusing, but... Stick with me. Like your word reveal who you are, the word of God reveal who God is. So Jesus is the personal revelation of who God is. And that's what Jesus said. He who has seen me has seen the Father. And that idea is corroborated in the Quran. So now they have a better chance of understanding and accepting what Jesus said. He who has seen me has seen the Father. Because he is the word of God. And you and your word are one. I cannot separate you from your word. And that's what Jesus said. I and the Father are one. I and the Father are one. It's a pretty strong statement by Jesus. He's calling himself God. But how can he be both God and man? And the Quran stated that Jesus is a spirit from God. We tell Muslims, wow. Yes, Jesus is united to God in one spirit throughout eternity. And uh, he took additional nature, a human nature, and he came to us. And he had two natures, divine and human, united in one man, in him. And he acted according to his divine nature, according to the will of God the Father. And... Quran agree with us, Chris, that Jesus is born of a virgin 
through the power of the Holy Spirit. That's in Surah 19, 16 through 22. So we tell Muslim, listen, we agree about some facts. Let's talk a little bit about them before we discuss our disagreement. God is a spirit. He exists everywhere at the same time. Jesus is a spirit from God. Conceived through the Virgin Mary, according to the Quran and the Bible. He is not related to any human father. Then if God is not his father, like Jesus said, then you tell me who his father could be. So I actually asked two imams that, and they could not answer. Jesus could not have been called anything more appropriately than the Son of God. And then we explain what is the Son of God means. Son of God means that he came from God. He has the same nature as God. And that's why the Quran agree with the Bible that Jesus is the only person who lived on earth without committing one single sin. And then we explain the sinless nature, nature of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Sammy's method is to build a bridge. Discuss the things we have in common before the things we disagree on. Use that as a way to get to the gospel. Kind of like Paul did in the book of Acts when he was in Athens. We can find points of common ground uh, and we can use them to start a conversation and to help them have an open heart and open mind and then penetrate their heart and mind with the word of God and give the word of God the most favorable context and the best chance of being uh, accepted and understood. You can learn more about Sammy at gladnewsministry.com. Sammy's book is Glad News, God Loves You, My Muslim Friend, and it contains a lot more than we covered in this episode. We'll have links to it on our website at trucepodcast.com, where you can also sign up for our email list and learn more about my novels and movies. But before we go, I'd like to challenge each of you. Would you tell one other person about Truce? We're putting in a lot of effort this summer to advertise the show, but your suggestions to friends will do way better than any ads we could ever buy. Also, take a few moments and write a review of the show on iTunes. Something that simple really helps a lot. If you're using Apple Podcasts right now, just go to your podcasts, select Truce, and scroll down to the bottom at the end of all the episodes. You'll see some purple text there that says, write a review. And thanks in advance for doing it. This has been a Truce Podcast Extra. God willing, we'll be back soon with another full episode. This episode was brought to you in part by the Areopagus Podcast. Two clergy of different traditions, Father Andrew Stephen Damick and Michael Landsman, discuss encounters of historic Christianity with other religious traditions. How do we engage with those who believe differently? Listen wherever you get your podcasts.